Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be looking at key dates in October, so main transits to watch out for. And I do want to say this is typically when I would post my new moon segment because we do have a new moon coming up on the 6th in the sign of Virgo, Nakshatra of Hasta. And we're going to kind of combine the two together. I'm probably not going to spend as much time talking about it, but this is just how the month ended up. So I hope that you all find it helpful. So before we get started, please keep in mind that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So I use the astronomical placement of the planets at any given moment in time. But as you're listening to this, if you're coming from a tropical astrology background, a Western astrology background, the signs that I use are going to be different. So I do want you to have a heads up about that. Again, I use the astronomical placement, meaning if you hold like a sky app <laughs> up to the sky, you'll see that the planets are literally sitting where I'm going to be talking about. So if you want to calculate your birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to calculate your birth chart. So we are moving into some pretty significant months. I think that October, November, and December are going to come with a lot of transformation. And you may have heard me talk about this before, about this Kalasarpa Yoga Kala Sarpa Yoga is time serpent yoga, and it's where all of the planets are hemmed between Rahu and Ketu. This is usually when very significant changes occur. And so we are moving towards another Kala Sarpa here in December. And for that to occur, right, for this major shift and transformation to happen, there's usually some significant events. I think that we're going to be seeing a lot of significant events in October and November kind of leading up to December. And so I do want to talk about some of those significant transits today, things that I think are going to be very important. I sent a lot of this out in my newsletter. I have a free newsletter that goes out. You can sign up on the homepage of my website if you're interested. So some of this may sound familiar if you read the newsletter, but I think a lot of it is going to be new. So starting off on October 1st, which is when this podcast is going to be released, happy October. Welcome to, it really does feel like we're moving into actual fall season. So welcome to October. And on October 1st, Mercury is going to retrograde back into Virgo. So Mercury had peeked its head into this ideal Libra. It stayed there for a couple of days, went retrograde, and now it's moving back into Virgo. And so Mercury retrograde in general is a time of anything that starts with R-E. It's returning, reflecting, revising, redoing. If there's something in your life that isn't up to par, if it needs renovation, right, if it needs to be redone, reanalyzed, now is a perfect time to do it. One of my favorite astrologers, I'm lucky enough to work with him and we're editing his book, we're reviewing it, we're looking at <laughs> edits, you know, things in the book that may not be right. And so this is the perfect time for anything like that, revising, reviewing, renewing, things like that. And I do want to say it's not the best time to begin anything new, particularly with technology, and it's not the best time to finish anything. 
You know, if you're trying to finish a big project, if you finish it now while Mercury is retrograding, it's possible you're going to have to go back later and review things. So this isn't necessarily the time to start anything new or end anything big. It's a time of going back and altering what already exists. Because Mercury is in Virgo, this is an excellent time for anything with technology or organization or literature, um, anything that requires a lot of detail orientation. Be super mindful with technology at this time because your computer may crash, your phone may crash, you may have issues with your apps. There may just be lapses in technology and lapses in communication. Be super mindful with your communication at this time. Mercury is going to go direct on October 18th. So just be mindful. Mercury went retrograde on the 27th. It will remain retrograde until the 18th. So until then, just be super mindful. On October 2nd, Venus is going to enter Scorpio. Okay, so from October 2nd to October 30th, Venus is going to be in Scorpio. That's the major, I mean, that's pretty much all of October. This is one of those placements that <laughs> I want everyone just to be careful with because Venus is our relationships, our intimacy, our ability to be close to people, our ability to give and receive love. It also has to do with our assets, our nice things, so luxury items. And it can also be wealth, okay? K2 separates things, it can cause losses, and K2 can also bring people back from the past. So this can be an ex from the past. This can be relationship issues from the past. This could be like a past life type of experience where you meet someone who you felt like you've known forever. So when Venus and K2 come together, which will be for the greater part of October, we just want to keep our eye on that. Okay, want to be really mindful with the decisions that we make in relationship because Venus and Scorpio is also incredibly transformational. It can bring some issues in relationship. If you're a Scorpio ascendant or a Taurus ascendant, especially I'm looking at you, you want to be super, super careful because there can be issues in relationship that arise. But it's also a wonderful time to bring transform like transformative practices into the relationship so counseling coaching doing a self-help book together or reading a book together just doing something where you're growing as a couple um, regardless of how many people are there okay so definitely keep that in mind as Venus is moving through Scorpio, it's going to be moving through different nakshatras. And we'll continue to talk about this through the month. I'll make sure and bring it up on the other podcasts as well. I'll go over them very briefly today. When Venus first enters between October 1st to October 5th, Venus will be in the nakshatra of Vishaka. This is a time to be mindful of power struggles. Vishaka is such a powerful force. So there could be a lot of passion, a lot of excitement, um, a lot of enthusiasm, which is awesome. But be mindful of power struggles and controlling behavior. I actually caught myself doing that today, um, which of course, it isn't quite October 1st yet, but Venus is still in Vishaka right now as I record this. I was like trying to get my partner to do things. <laughs> I'm like, you should seek Ayurvedic medicine. You should consult with a tarot reader. And I'm like, wait a second, this is his life. Why am I trying to do this? So we want to be mindful not to kind of encroach on our partner and try to force them to be a specific way. Just, you know, let them do them 
try not to have any of that um, power, right? Try to be mindful of how we exert our force and power in relationship. Okay, guys, just a little side note. I have been recording for probably half an hour, and I just realized that I didn't hit record after I talked about Venus and Vishaka. So this is Mercury retrograde. I'm sharing this because this is Mercury retrograde. This is what happens. Don't do what I did. Okay, let's go ahead and hop back in. <laughs> and you're going to hear me talk about things that I've already said today. <laughs> but okay, let's go ahead and talk. So that was October, excuse me, that was October 1st to October 5th. Um, just beginning in October. So October 5th to October 17th, Venus is going to be in Anurata. Anurata is one of these really sweet nakshatras. It's still in Scorpio. So we want to be mindful of the scorpionic energy. But overall, this is a very devotional nakshatra. It's a very committed nakshatra. And so it's an opportunity for us to deepen connection, to deepen intimacy by asking questions, by focusing more on our partner or partners. And it's also really what I think it's best for is instead of viewing our relationships as something to fulfill our needs, we think about what we can offer. What can we offer our partners? What can we do for them to make their life better, to enhance their life? What I would say to be mindful of is clinginess, maybe codependency. There might be some anxiety. So again, instead of trying to seek fulfillment and seek our needs to be met through our partners, try to focus on ourselves try to come inwards, try to meet our own needs, and then come to our partner when we're feeling whole and when we're feeling complete. It's a really great thing to practice. It's a really good time to be open and forthcoming. On October 10th, Venus and K2 are going to be completely conjoined in Anurata. The moon will also be here as well. So have October 10th on your calendar. Emotions may be heightened. There may be something significant that happens in relationship. Between October 17th and October 30th, this is the time to really be mindful. Venus is going to be in Jayeshta. And Jayeshta is an incredibly responsible nakshatra. It's the adult nakshatra. Um, it's the eldest of the 27 nakshatras. And so there is this connection to responsibility, to control, to power. But it's also one of these nakshatras that can be quite controlling and quite manipulative. So during this time period from the 17th to the 30th, it's a great time to enjoy transformation in the partnerships. So really focusing on maybe doing coaching or counseling, again, reading a book together, doing something to encourage growth. It's also an amazing opportunity to take responsibility for what we contribute to relationship. So instead of focusing so much on what other people are doing, focus on our own actions. How are we contributing to this relationship? Are our actions helping it flourish? You know, are our actions truly in alignment with what we want to create? excellent opportunity for being responsible and kind of taking that initiative. I will say, please avoid jealousy, avoid being controlling, avoid manipulation, and avoid hiding information. Jayeshta can certainly do these things, okay? So that's Venus through October, Venus through the next Chetras, and we will continue to go more in depth on those as we move through the month, okay? 
So October 6th is when we have our new moon in Virgo, and I wish that we could spend 30 minutes just talking about this, but, you know, unfortunately, we're kind of having to merge them today. But the new moon is going to be in Virgo. And again, mark this on your calendar. This is on the 6th. The new moon is a time of setting intentions. It's focusing on what we want to manifest in our lives and what we want to bring into fruition. So the new moon in general is a good time for that. Now, the new moon is going to be in the sidereal Virgo. Virgo is great for health. It's great for healing. You know, I want to say that because Mercury is retrograde, there may be this feeling of confusion. There may be disorientation. There may be a little bit of brain fog on this day. So don't have too high of expectations of yourself. Don't plan to do any big projects. Don't plan to be super productive. I wouldn't recommend doing anything that requires a lot of that detail, that focus to detail. Try to let yourself relax. Try to let yourself um, fall into that more yin restorative zone. But the new moon is also going to fall in the nakshatra of hasta. And in Sanskrit, hasta literally means hand. So I think about this a lot. Okay, what I've been contemplating for this new moon is our tendency to hold on to things from the past that inhibit us from moving forward. You know, sometimes there was an event, there was a choice, there was an action, it could have been that we committed a crime. Maybe we were an addict or we made a decision that we're not proud about, okay? We cannot let those things from the past inhibit us from moving forward. And it can't destroy our trust within ourselves because who we are today is totally different than the person who made those choices, than the person who experienced those actions, okay? Who we are today is someone completely different. It's someone who's learned more, someone who's experienced more, someone who has more wisdom, who wants to do life differently. And our life moving forward is going to be comprised of the habits we choose to do today and the actions that we choose to do today. So literally every choice that we make in a day, every choice is going to determine what our future looks like. And so you have the power to seize your life with that hand, with that hasta, to seize your life, to take control, and to make the choices today that you know are going to contribute to the life you want in the future. To create who you are in every moment, right? So it's an opportunity to release the past, to forgive ourselves, to give ourselves an opportunity to heal because healing happens when we have love and when we have compassion and when we have forgiveness. If we resent ourselves, if we judge ourselves, if we even hate ourselves, that will not allow us to heal. It will not allow us to move forward. So release what was, forgive yourself, find that compassion because anyone can make those mistakes. Nobody is perfect. What really matters is who you choose to be today, what you choose to spend your time doing, what choice you make, okay? So that is what I was thinking with the new moon. I think it's such a powerful new moon. Again, I wish I could spend even more time on it. Um, 
and just the way that the configuration is happening it's incredibly spiritual but it may come with some anxiety it may come with some kind of smokiness and lack of clarity so don't make big decisions on this day try to let things clear up before again moving forward with projects or trying to make a choice and give yourself a lot of downtime if it's possible I'm going to check to see if everything is still recording. Okay, it's still recording. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so on October 7th and the 8th, Mars and Sun are going to be conjunct in Virgo. So on October 7th, Mars and Sun are going to be at 20 degrees of Virgo. On the 8th, Mars and Sun are going to be at 21 degrees of Virgo. So first of all, when Mars and Sun are this close together, Mars is combust right? When planets get this close to the sun, the sun kind of blows them out. So Mars is our ambition, our vitality, our energy. It's also our anger and our frustration. It's our charisma. And so when these two planets come together, it can actually make us feel really powerful. It can make us feel really enthusiastic and really charismatic make us stand out, make us be shiny, okay, especially depending on where this is for you. So definitely take advantage of that. Allow yourself to feel that confidence. But what I want us to be super careful of is kind of um, maybe treading on others, we may feel so confident and enthusiastic that we're not paying attention to how it's impacting others or how it's coming off to others. So we don't want to come off as being overly obtuse. (laughs) We don't want to come off as being insensitive. So maintain the power and maintain the confidence, but be sensitive to the experience of others. Try not to kind of force your power on others because we could blow ourselves out. All right, we may kind of burn others out. So just be mindful of that balance. It's also possible that there are some digestive issues at this time. So be mindful of the food that you eat, be mindful of different illnesses. And this conjunction is happening in the nakshatra of hasta. Remember, hasta is the hand. So there may be power grabs. There may be people struggling for power, struggling for control. We may see this in the media. In our own lives, we want to be super mindful to release and let go and trust the universe. If there is someone in our life that we feel like we're having this power struggle with or we're trying to overpower, what happens if we focus less on what that other person is doing and we choose to focus on our actions instead, right? This is what, this is the theme of Hasta. Take control of your life by taking control of your actions, Make the choice to act in a way that's in alignment with what you want. Because if we're making choices because of someone else or because we want to overpower someone else, we want to outshine someone else, we're doing it because we're afraid of what someone else is doing, things don't usually pan out well. We're living from a place of fear. We're living from a place of lack. And we're focusing. We're putting all of our energy on somebody else. So redirect our focus back to ourselves. What do we want to create? We should harness this energy, harness this power and this enthusiasm to act in alignment with what we want to create without focusing so much on what other people are doing. The greatest power actually happens when we act from alignment, when we act from authenticity. It's not when we're overpowering someone or we're focusing so much on competition. When we're doing that, we're giving all of our energy away. So we want to take our energy and focus it back on ourselves. 
So this next part is huge. So kind of going a little bit back in October. On October 6th, Pluto will go direct. On October 10th, Saturn will go direct. And October 18th, Jupiter will go direct. This is really significant. These planets... They retrograde a lot. I mean, Pluto's almost always retrograding. Saturn and Jupiter go retrograde once a year for several months. So it's not like this huge life-altering thing, but it definitely will impact the economy. It will definitely impact us on an individual level. It's like all of our reviewing, all of our gathering data worldwide, all of us gathering information, that's all of that retrograde energy. So now we have more information, we have more data, things are going to start moving forward. So remember that Saturn and Jupiter are social planets. And Pluto is one of these planets that also impacts the globe. These aren't the like, you know, planets that are about our individual personal life. These are the planets that represent society and they represent the masses. So they always have a global impact. And so as we see these planets moving forward, I think that this is when we will see the government implementing new rules and regulations. I think that we'll, there will be more attempts to have more organized control, again, more organized regulations. And I think that they will be based off of personal beliefs because this is what Jupiter represents as well. So I think that we will see there be more maybe restrictions, more laws implemented, I just want everyone to have that on their radar. I think that we're going to see that for a little while. Um, on a personal level, you know, until the 18th, because this is when Jupiter goes direct, these are our final weeks to really look at our belief system, really look at our ethics, our virtues, what we find significant in our lives, and just make sure that we're acting in alignment with them. You know, what is it that we truly believe? Is it truly helpful? Are we acting in integrity with those beliefs? And, you know, I've been watching the movement of Jupiter and the movement of the nodes. And when we move into next year, I think that we really are going to see a lot change economically. Um, I think it's, you know, we're talking about this kind of really dramatic end to 2021. 2022, we're going to see the economy shift quite a bit. We are going to see things change quite a bit, quite dramatically, especially when Jupiter is in Pisces with Neptune, when Rahu moves into Aries. This is significant and we'll continue to talk about it. But I just want you guys to know that we will see big shifts in the economy into next year. And what we're seeing now is going to build up to that and you know those dates like into april of 2022 what what else was i looking at april 2022 you know like march 2022 well we'll really start seeing the shifts we're still in that kalasarpa we're still in a kalasarpa yoga so i just want you guys to have that on your radar when um rahu and jupiter conjoin i believe that will be in 2023 that's going to bring even a bigger shift but again we'll all continue to talk about it kind of sticking to october um october 17th to november 16th the sun will be in libra so we're welcoming in libra season happy birthday to all of our sidereal suns in libra this is a very sweet placement, one of my personal favorites. And Sun in Libra 
it's all about diplomacy. It's about finding balance, you know, and the sun is our ego. It's our soul. It's our power. It's our authority and authority figures. Libra is all about the diplomacy and finding balance and being about the other. Libra is the seventh sign of the zodiac. So there's this connection to the relationships. It's not just about the individual self. It's about everyone. So technically, when the sun moves into Libra, it's debilitated because the sun wants to be the individual authoritarian. <laughs> not necessarily. The sun wants to be the individual authority figure, I should say. And Libra wants to focus on everyone. So the sun is technically debilitated, but in our own personal lives, it's an opportunity to find balance and harmony, to focus on what we believe in while still leaving room for others to have their own personal beliefs, okay? Really exercising humility and compassion, promoting balance, trying not to get so bent out of shape if someone doesn't believe in the same things that we do. I talk to my friend Daniel about this a lot, is this concept of confirmation bias, as humans, it's so normal to want to surround ourselves with people who confirm what we already believe in. It's totally normal to want news that confirms what we believe in. But what happens when we do that is we kind of create this narrative of right and wrong, us and them. And I think that this is an opportunity to focus on everyone as an occupant of this earth. You know, and I'm not trying to be idealistic and I'm not trying to be unrealistic but I don't think that there's anything unrealistic in having beliefs that we hold dear to our heart while still maintaining compassion and appreciation for people who see differently than us I think that this is a really good thing to practice okay so let us all be reminded of that as the sun is moving into Libra what I want to say on a global level and I talked about this in my Rahu segment is that we want to be mindful of world leaders. We want to be mindful of authority figures. They are going to be stressed. There is going to be agitation. I do think that there is a potential for violence. Maybe even the potential of war or explosive events as we move through October, November, and December. November, we're going to have an eclipse. Okay. And then as we move into December, Mars is going to move over those eclipse points. It's going to move into Scorpio with K2. Mars and K2 are associated to major accidents. They are, they are associated to attacks and things of that nature. So I want us all to be very mindful. There may be tension that's building in October. We may see more violence in November. And then by December, there may be some of these bigger events. So I just want us to have that on the radar. It's totally possible that I'm wrong. And I hope, you know, I hope that I am. I hope this isn't something that we have to worry about. But for October, I want us to be super aware of what's happening with our world leaders because there is the potential for violence and aggression and potentially even these more explosive events okay so from october 17th to october 24th the sun is going to be in libra in the nakshatra of chitra and so this is a positive time on a personal level to do anything with renovation with building or constructing it's a good time to invest in your wardrobe buying beautiful things it's a good time to allow yourself to stand out as we were talking about earlier from october 24th to november 7th the sun will be in swati swati is a rahu ruled nakshatra so again we may see things kind of amplified 
apply here. But on a personal level, this is great for business, for trade and commerce, for making new business partners. It's an excellent time for any creative endeavor. And Swati is affiliated with Sarah Swati, the goddess of learning and the goddess of music. So learning something new, listening to your favorite music, maybe even learning a musical instrument, you may have a difficult time directing your attention and directing your focus. You may feel kind of scattered. So just have that on your radar. Try not to get too caught up in what you should be doing. Try to allow yourself to be led with inspiration. On October 20th, we will have a full moon in Aries, and I will have a specific podcast on this full moon. But just to give you guys a little overview, this is a time of releasing and letting go. That's what the full moon is all about. And Aries is a really fun sign. It likes to be free. It likes to be spontaneous. It likes to lead. It likes to be pioneering, especially in the next chapter of Ashwini. Very spontaneous. Loves to have fun. So it's kind of like try to release control. Try not to be so hung up on all of the details of your life going a specific way. You know, all we can control in life is what we act on, the actions that we choose to take. Other than that, it's up to other people. It's up to the universe. So releasing that control, allowing yourself to have fun, allowing yourself to have spontaneity. And I did talk about this more in the newsletter, and we will talk about it more uh, throughout the month. October 21st through December 4th, Mars is going to be in Libra with the debilitated sun. So another time to be careful, right? Mars is going to be aspected by Saturn. It's going to be aspecting Uranus, which is sudden events, sudden ups and downs. It has this quincunx relationship to Rahu. There's just a lot going on that would suggest accidents, injuries, aggression, even though Mars is in Libra, I don't see this being a time of harmony. I think it's a time that we all really need to watch out for global events. What I think we will also see is intensity around justice. I think that civilians, I think that people are going to be coming together. I think that they are going to be forming their own movements. I think that there's going to be a lot of organization around personal beliefs. Libra loves justice. Okay, and Mars has that energy to make it happen. So I do think that we will see more groups emerge and more people coming together to fight for what they believe is fair, kind of independently. October 30th, Venus is going to enter Sagittarius. And we can talk about that more in the, in the November horoscope because this is so close to the end of October. But Venus will move out of Scorpio on October 30th. On October 31st, there is this really hard aspect with Sun squaring Saturn. Saturn is, in addition, aspecting the Sun. And so this brings a very deep spiritualizing energy. When the Sun and Saturn aspect each other like this, there is this really beautiful spiritualizing energy that happens. So it's an excellent time to meditate. It's an excellent time to give charity, to study spiritual scriptures, to make sure that you're meditating. And in the outer world, I do think that we will consider continue to see some of these stresses with authority and, and big events. So that is going to be October in a nutshell. <laughs> I hope that it was helpful. I hope that you have these dates outlined. Maybe go back and write them down if you haven't written them already because it's really important to watch and all of these are opportunities to see how the cosmos impact us on an individual level. So 
Again, use this as your own case study. See what happens for you in your own personal life, the people in your life, your friends, your family members. This is how we really get to learn and observe astrology. It's so beautiful and so much fun. And I guess that really what I want to leave you all with is there's going to be a lot of chaos and there may be violence, you know, and there may be this passion because remember Rahu is already in Kritika which is creating this passion within us all to really stand by what we believe to be true and what we believe to be right. And that's really amazing and really beautiful. You know, that energy is what's created so much change in the world. So there's nothing wrong with that energy. I think that what I really want to encourage is focusing on what we can control, remembering that every action, every purchase, every conversation, every interaction is an opportunity to create the world that we want. It's like we don't just vote with a ballot. We vote with our words. We vote with our heart. We vote with our dollar. We have a way of changing the world in every action and every choice. So really try to focus on what we can control and really, really dig deep because I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard, but dig deep to try to find connection and similarities rather than differences. I know it's a practice, but I think that it's a really good practice that's really worthwhile. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can go to innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart. If you want to join Patreon and learn about how all these transits are going to affect you personally, you can go to patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. I'd love to see you on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will talk to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.